This is JCF of the Prophets Picks Football Podcast Show. Happy Labor Day and since it's holiday season for the months of September, October, November, and December. That means it is fall and winter holiday season. Not only that, that means that it is football season. Yes, sir. The NFL is back. And before you listen to the next prediction show coming up here at the Prophets Picks Football Podcast, promotions are as follows. Arigato Joey at SoundCloud.com. Once again, that is Arigato Joey at SoundCloud.com. I will use and listen to his music from time to time and he will be a part of this podcast show since the show's inception in 2019 nails by amani 258 south main street suite f jonesboro georgia 30236 the best nail technician inside and or outside of the 285 perimeter in Atlanta, Georgia. You can check out the missus. She has shopneolife.com forward slash forest health. That is F-O-R-R-E-S-T and the word health spelled correctly. You can check her out as well at heavenlyhairbrand.com. Forest crafts and custom designs. And if you want any information about heavenlyhairbrand.com, you can check her out. Info at heavenlyhairbrand.com. I am on X, formerly known as Twitter, at Profits underscore Picks. I'm on Instagram, at the Profits Picks 2019. You can find me on YouTube, Amazon, Audible, iHeartRadio, Pandora, because Stitcher is no longer in existence. You can find me literally all over the place. Everybody stay safe out there and stay tuned. Will I be picking your team to win next? Let's find out. All right, 1 o'clock p.m. Central Daylight Time. Happy Friday afternoon. This is Thursday Night Football. The results. I hope everyone is having an absolutely and totally wonderful, quiet, peaceful Friday thus far. Still got a few more hours to go in the day. And of course, we have the nighttime hours to go. However, this is once again the... Thursday night football results show. I hope everybody that was able to watch the game on last night enjoyed the game last night. And the outcome was as expected. Uh, Well, at least for me, it was as expected. My prediction was, in fact, the San Francisco 49ers 32 and the G men's final score that I gave them was 22 and the actual final score of the game was San Francisco 49ers about 30 man and the G men 12 points it is just after 2 o'clock Eastern Standard Time good afternoon welcome back to the Prophets Picks football podcast show lunch hour of power here at the profits picks football podcast it is approximately 202 it is two minutes afternoon on the 
uh, mountain time zone and it is approximately 11.02 a.m. Pacific time. I hope everybody once again is having a wonderful Friday up until this point. I am very much so aware of the loss of a dear loved one close to our family and close to the specific in-laws close to an individual that I used to know no longer in uh, fellowship with that individual but however a loss in family is a loss and thoughts and prayers right now for um, the Jones family in South Florida um, Alaskan time 10 3 a.m. and then Hawaiian time Aloha Pearl Harbor Islands Waikiki Maui Honolulu the capital of Hawaii Aloha once again Thursday night football the results and once again happy Friday it is Friday September the 22nd 2023 week three has already begun in the 2023 NFL season and a lot of questions being asked right now about the New York football giants and where they really are as a team Uh, giants have won a game and They have lost the game on the road. They lost the game last night on the road and Giants lost their first game at home Sunday night football to their division rival, the Dallas Cowboys. So the Giants right now, as it stands, they are one and two on the season. They have won a game once again on the road, comeback fashion in Arizona last Sunday and then on a short week last night still on the west coast in Santa Clara California they just got railroaded by Christian McCaffrey Brock Purdy as well as they got steamrolled by Debo and uh, it's very efficient that today is Friday and the name of that movie is Friday and Debo's father I believe it's Debo's father Debo Samuel his father and his grandmother or his grandmother when he was a kid he used to take everything from his siblings his cousins especially when he was at his grandmom's house not that he did not get in trouble for it but he just took things from people so I believe it was his dad if it wasn't his dad it was definitely his grandmother named him Debo and I think it was his father named him Debo so for all of those people out there that remember the outside linebacker that played for the Pittsburgh Steelers and right when I was getting ready to say his name, his name escapes my mind, but I do follow him on Instagram. Uh, we used to call him Debo, if anybody knows who I'm talking about. His name will come to me at some point in time during this podcast show, but the actual Debo name is in fact his name is in fact Debo his name is Debo and his name is Debo Samuel and he does not play for the Pittsburgh Steelers 
he plays for the San Francisco 49ers, which also falls in suit with Friday and the Friday movies because 49ers play their football in California and we all know that the movie Friday takes place although a fictional comedy movie it takes place in Southern California and it's really bothering me right now that I can't think of the former Pittsburgh Stiller that had that was nicknamed Debo um, you all know who I'm talking about I can't think of his name right now but yeah um, so the New York football giants, they have a lot to figure out. Um, I'm going to be honest. I think the first thing that the New York football giants need to figure out is what are they going to do about their training staff? And the reason why I say what are they going to do with their training and their medical staff is because right now, yeah, I get it. I understand it's the NFL, but they just have too many players that are injured right now. That is injured right now, however you pronounce that. And they just have too many players that are hurt right now, currently. And that's not good for business. And the players that are, that are hurt right now, it's just too many of those players. And those players that are hurt, there are too many of those players that are key players. And his name is James Harrison. How could I forget his name? Because his first name is the same first name as mine's. But yeah, James Harrison, we used to call him Debo in the NFL. Uh, trust me. Look him up on YouTube. Look him up on uh, uh, Google. Look him up on Instagram. And you will understand why this man's nickname when he played in the NFL and this man's nickname even to this day is in fact Debo. The guy is chiseled out of fine rock granite. And he is a beast when it comes to lifting weights. He is godly strong. And he is not somebody that you want to cross. And he had a very successful NFL career. But uh, right now, taking over his mantle of Deboism is Debo Samuel. And Debo Samuel looked like Debo last night. He literally ran through almost every single New York Giants defender on multiple plays during the game last night. And the 49ers, 1-0 at home. That was their first home game last night. They started the, the season, the year, on the road last week in the division against the Rams and then the week before that in Pittsburgh speaking of James Harrison Debo and the Pittsburgh Steelers um, 49ers they are not screwing around 49ers in week 1 30 to 7 49ers in week 2 against the Rams 30 to 23 San Francisco 49ers last night Thursday night football it was a rivalry game, but the Giants are nowhere near where the San Francisco 49ers are. There are a lot of NFL franchises that are nowhere near where the San Francisco 49ers are. And the final was 30 to 12. Are you starting to catch the drift? Are you smelling what I'm cooking right now? Or should I say what the 49ers is cooking? I'm just reporting on it. And that is the San Francisco 49ers. They are averaging 30 points per game. 
And no, I'm not going to do it. I know you want me to do it, but I'm not going to do it. New York Giants had 10 first downs on last night. And they only had 12 points. Uh, 49ers had 26 first downs last night, but they had 30 points. And the 49ers are 3-0 on the year. 49ers will not play again until Sunday, drum roll please, October the 1st. That is the next time the 49ers will play an NFL game. If I'm not mistaken, it's Sunday, October the 1st. If not, it's definitely going to be either Sunday night or uh, Monday night. But something's telling me that week four from September the 27th through October the 3rd has the 49ers playing um, that Sunday. And the bottom line is they're going to get a huge break. And as a matter of fact, 425 Eastern kickoff against another divisional opponent at home against the Arizona Cardinals. The Giants, because here's the thing, no teams are on any bye weeks yet. And even though there are a lot of teams in the NFL that currently need a bye week, um, no teams are on a bye week yet. The Giants, Monday, October the 2nd, 2023 is their next game. And uh, they will host the Seattle Seahawks. So good luck with that, Giants. I think the New York Giants are going to bounce back, though. Um, But that's for week four. I mean, we haven't even embarked upon Sunday's slate of games for week three yet. The game was tied at the end of the first quarter, three to three. It was a field goal match, not soccer. And um, the second quarter, 49ers opened up a can of Debo. Whoop, you know what? Scoring 14 points, the G-Men, field goal fest, scored another field goal in the second quarter. And it was approximately 17 to 6 at the half. And then, as all NFL franchises do at the half, they make the cliche halftime adjustments. And Giants obviously made some pretty good adjustments. They outscored the 49ers in the third quarter, 6 to 3, field goal fest. And then in the fourth quarter, Uh, Brock Purdy and Debo Samuel said, okay, um, we're tired of playing around with you all. We're going to go ahead and uh, give you that super duper uppercut like Craig Craig gave Debo in the Friday movie, except Debo Samuel's name is not Craig. His name is Debo. And uh, we're going to power drive you into the turf of Levi Stadium. And then we're going to make certain that you don't score any points in the fourth quarter. 49ers score 10 to nothing. In the fourth quarter, outscoring the Giants. Giants didn't have a hope or a prayer. Giants fans, don't come after me. Because I gave y'all 22 points. You barely got 12. And you had a former San Francisco 49ers running back assisting you in your efforts to try to win that game last night. And you only scored 12 points. I'm not going to rag on you. Show's almost over. Trust me. Um, six of the 10 first downs for the G-Men through the air. Two of the 10 on the ground. 49ers defense made two mistakes that awarded the 49 the uh, Giants offense two first downs. Once again, 26 first downs for the 49ers. 13 of the 26 through the air. Uh, nine of the 26, as you would expect, on the ground. The Giants defense was just all kinds of beside themselves last night 
um, they made four mistakes that awarded the 49ers offense four first downs. I want to put a pin in it right here. The San Francisco 49ers is not a team that you want to help beat you. San Francisco 49ers football team is a team that literally kicks the living crap out of you without you helping them kick the living crap out of you. Why would you assist them in kicking the crap out of you? I don't understand it. I don't get it. It doesn't make any sense. And you're talking about a San Francisco 49ers team that is literally right now unstoppable. Let's rewind this really quickly to the NFC Championship game back in January of this year. 49ers, Philadelphia Eagles. Now, as of right now, the Philadelphia Eagles, just like every team that goes to the Super Bowl every year, they lost a whole lot of players from that team that made it to the Super Bowl. Lost a whole lot of players, as expected. And even though the 49ers lost players as well that made it to the NFC Championship game, they brought some players back. The Eagles brought some players back and the Eagles traded and got some what's expected, was considered to be better players. Um, guys like DeAndre Swift and things of that nature. What am I getting at? Right now, when you look at the Eagles and you look at the 49ers and you look at the simple fact that the Eagles have their franchise quarterback, same quarterback that took them to the Super Bowl, and the San Francisco 49ers quarterback was injured in that NFC Championship game, and he's back, and you can argue that He's not even 100%. When you look at where the Eagles have picked up at compared to where the 49ers have picked up at, right now the 49ers is the team to beat in the entirety of, I would argue, not even just the NFC. 49ers is the team to beat in the entirety of the NFL. I'll just go out on a limb and say that right now. That's the bottom line. 49ers is the team to beat. What team in the AFC have anyone watched after two weeks of play? And we still have a third week and a week four through week 18 to go to watch everyone play in the NFL. But again, the point being made is this. What team from the AFC, Kansas City Chiefs included, have you seen perform at the level of the San Francisco 49ers on a consistent basis after the first two and a half weeks of the season? You can't say it about the Ravens. You can't say it about the Patriots. You can't say it about the Dolphins because the 49ers had a game plan that pimp smacked the Miami Dolphins all around Levi Stadium last season. And I'm a Dolphins fan, so you can't say that. You can't say the Jets. There, there is no team from the AFC 
that you can say could come into San Francisco or go to a neutral site and hold their own against the San Francisco 49ers right now. Not the Jags, no. Not the definitely not the Bills. The Bills would just get embarrassed. They were winning last week. They got smashed in week one. Inconsistency is not what you're looking for when you get ready to go up against the 49ers. If you are having any type of doubts, any type of questions anywhere at any given point in time on your football team, whether that's special teams, defense, or offense, and you're getting ready to face the San Francisco 49ers, you may as well just save yourself the heart ache, the trouble, and the pain and forfeit the game. Just give the 49ers the win. Just give them the win. Because if not, you're going to go into that game thinking you were ready, thinking you were prepared, thinking you had a game plan to beat the 49ers, and you're going to go into that game and you're going to get embarrassed. You're going to get beat physically, mentally. You're going to get dismantled. You're going to get destroyed. And that's exactly what happened to the New York Giants on last night. They had players that got beat. They had players that got physically injured trying to stop the 49ers. They had players that got mentally destroyed, got them out of their comfort zone. The G-men just weren't ready on last night. They weren't ready. They thought they knew what they were about to go into. You ever had an experience or a situation in your life where you thought you knew what you were heading into? You thought you knew what you were about to experience? You thought you knew what you were doing? And you got right in the middle of it and five minutes in, you knew that fast, five minutes into it, you knew five minutes in, you were way in over your head. And you weren't eyeballs deep into the mess you were drowning in it and you needed somebody to throw you a life preserver. You needed a lifeguard to dive in there and rescue you. That's what was going on with the New York Giants on last night. Giants fans, I may sound like I'm too hard on you right now, but you know what? I'm going to be honest with you all. If you all listen to New York sports radio, if you all listen to New York sports media, um, if you read the papers up there, um, yeah, I ain't nowhere near as hard on the 49, oh, I beg your pardon, on the Giants right now as the local media in New York is. And that's just the bottom line of the entirety of the situation. All right. Once again, the final last night was 30 to 12 and the San Francisco 49ers 16 third downs they converted nine the g-men 12 third downs just like their final points that there's that they scored and they only converted three of those 12 um it was an embarrassment the giants 46 total offensive plays the 49ers 78 the giants 150 total yards that's rushing and passing jesus christ the 49ers 441 10 offensive drives four the Giants 11 for the 49ers. The 49ers average 5.7 yards per play. That's rushing and passing. The Giants average 
anybody that thought the Giants was going to win that football game going into that game last night is delusional. With all due respect, you're delusional. Not only that, the 49ers had six penalties. So did the Giants. However, the penalties, yards for the Giants, they only had 37 yards in penalties. And then the uh, 49ers had 71 yards in penalties. Here's the thing, though. Only 37 yards of penalties for your uh, New York Giants. Those penalties came at the absolute and total worst possible time in the game. The worst possible time did those penalties come for the San Francisco, beg your pardon, the New York football Giants. The worst possible time. Worst possible time. Time of possession, one of my favorite statistics for NFL games. The Giants, 20 minutes and 50 seconds. Less than this podcast show right now. And then the uh, 49ers, 39 minutes, 10 seconds time of possessions. Another key statistic that I love from NFL games in prime time. Zero turnovers for the 49ers. One turnover for the New York Giants. And sometimes that's all it takes. Sometimes that's all is needed is that one turnover, that one mistake. And see, this is what I've taught my children from when they were very young. And now three of them are adults. And one of them, I pray at some point in time, one day, will be able to reach that particular child, even though that child is an adult. All it takes is that one mistake to set your whole entire life back. Be very careful the decisions that you make. You don't want to fumble the ball. And some of us, we have to live and learn. You know, Um, I'm like that. Some things I had to learn the hard way. Some things I learned by watching others make that mistake. I said, okay, I don't want to end up like that person. And then some things I was told and I just didn't do it because I was simply told not to do it. And in all honesty, there were a lot of things I was told that I didn't or shouldn't do. And because I was simply told not to do it, I just didn't do it. There were a lot of things. But then there are a lot of things I was told not to do. And I say, you know what? It's me. It's my life. I'm doing me. That famous phrase that every selfish person used. And I said, I'm going to do me. And I learned the hard way from that as well. So emphasis on your living and your learn. But this is a perfect example. Football analogy. Sometimes it only takes one fumble. Sometimes it only takes one interception. And you will lose the game on that one interception or that one fumble. Do not turn the football over. Do not fumble the ball. Daniel Jones threw an interception. And really, that changed the momentum of the game. That changed the tide of the game. If I'm not mistaken, I believe when that interception came, that interception came at a very key moment in the football game. And sometimes interceptions and turnovers overall, they don't lead to nothing. But sometimes they do. Speaking of Daniel Jones... 22 completions on 32 pass attempts, 
Wow, 32 pass attempts, the same amount of points I gave the 49ers to win this game. And I predicted the winner of this football game, by the way, on Monday afternoon. For those of you out there, in case you were wondering, not that it even mattered. I could have predicted the winner of that football game before the first, right before kickoff. And I still would have got it right. It's San Francisco with Kyle Shanahan and that electric defense, period. Um, Brock Purdy played Purdy as usual. He's still not 100% healthy, I don't think, but he is slowly and certainly gradually getting there. And it's going to be extremely scary once he has another year in the NFL under his belt. It's going to be, I'll argue, because he wears jersey number 13, I think it's going to be Kurt Warner type of scary. Like when he really get his feet under him, when he really starts to understand the knowledge and the outcomes and the reads what defenses are trying to do to him, etc., etc. This guy is going to be one of the elite quarterbacks in all of the NFL, and it's going to be almost impossible to stop him, just like Patrick Mahomes, just like Tom Brady was. As a matter of fact, speaking of Tom Brady, if you would put Tom Brady's brain, experience, and intelligence in the mind of Brock Purdy right now, the 49ers would go undefeated all the way to the Super Bowl, and it would be the first team since the Miami Dolphins to go perfect through the regular season, the postseason, and win the Super Bowl to cap it off. It would be Madden video game-esque. Like, we're waiting for the day where we get the chance to see that happen. Now, Brady almost did that in Arizona back in 07, but we all know the G-Man fell short, and we know the commercial that was played immediately after the Giants win that Super Bowl. I'll never forget Michael Strahan. Gentlemen, we are going to win this football game 17 to 13. No, it was 20, whatever the final score was. Michael Strahan went up and down the sidelines. He prophesied it. He said to his team, believe it and it will happen. And they believed it and it happened. They won the game. David Tyree had an amazing Hellman catch. I'll never forget. Plexico Burris had an amazing catch in the end zone to get the lead. And it was the exact amount of points that Michael Strahan said they were going to win by. And that was the final. Patriots went down. First team in history to be perfect throughout the entirety of the regular season, throughout the postseason, but lose the Super Bowl. And I think the 49ers, if Brock Purdy had the intelligence and the experience of Tom Brady, if you could take Tom Brady's brain out of his skull and you put it inside of Brock Purdy's skull, 49ers right now, they would go undefeated. And who's to say that they won't go undefeated this year? Now, it's going to be almost impossible because you're talking about an NFL that has now 18 weeks and 17 games but doesn't mean it can't be done not not with how the 49ers are playing right now uh, 37 com- uh, attempts 25 completions 310 yards 8.4 was the average per two touchdown passes no interceptions thrown efficient clean NFL football for Brock Purdy Sacked twice for a loss of 10. Jones was sacked twice for a loss of 16. Quarterback rating for Jones, 41.6. Overall rating, 64.2. 58.3 quarterback rating for Purdy. 
111.3 is the overall rating for Purdy. Christian McCaffrey, 18 for 85. He was deboying players as well for the Giants defense, and he had a rushing touchdown. Uh, Matt Breida, four carries, 17 yards, a rushing touchdown. Um, Debo Samuel. Debo's coming. Who? The 49ers. No, who? Debo. Six receptions for 129 receiving yards and a rushing touch and a uh, receiving touchdown. George Kittle, Debo Samuel, Christian McCaffrey. You just cannot stop these guys. You can't stop them. You can only hope to contain them, which was said so much on SportsCenter back in the day. Brock Purdy did fumble, but it was recovered. And as usual, them boys on that 49ers defense that embarrassed them boys from Big D last postseason and will more than likely embarrass the Dallas Cowboys again uh, this year. Yeah. I would like to see San Francisco and Dallas play right now. I don't want to wait. I want to see them play right now. Actually, I wanted I wanted to see the Dallas Cowboys play against the San Francisco 49ers before Trayvon Diggs got hurt. There. That's fair. And the reason why is because if San Francisco was to play the 49ers right, uh, if the Dallas Cowboys was to play the 49ers right now, the excuse for the Dallas Cowboys fans would be, oh, well, we did not have Trayvon Diggs. We want 100% healthy in our secondary. So, yeah, that's the reason why San Francisco steamrolled us off the field. And uh, that's not the reason the 49ers steamrolled you off the field. With Trayvon Diggs, the Cowboys is getting stomped in the ground. And the reason why that is, is because it happened last year in the divisional playoff game. And you'll say, well, just because it happened last year in divisional playoff round don't mean it's going to happen again this year. Well, when you look at how the 49ers started last year compared to how the 49ers started this year and look at the Dallas Cowboys start last year and their start this year, I think it'll be a good old fashioned old school rivalry slobber knocker. And here it is again, another team from the NFC East not seeing the 49ers twice a season. That is a rivalry. And that is because the Dallas Cowboys and the San Francisco 49ers had a huge rivalry back in the day where they played over the years in the postseason in an attempt to make it to the Super Bowl multiple times. And guess what? Deion Sanders was on the Dallas Cowboys and the San Francisco 49ers winning a Super Bowl both of those times he was on those teams. This has been the Prophets Picks Football Podcast Show. Thursday Night Football. The results on a beautiful Friday afternoon from the Prophets Pick Studio forward slash media center here in Houston. Blotches of clouds in the sky looks like a perfect painting that only God himself can create. My prediction, 32 to 22, 49ers over the G-men and the San Francisco 49ers won the football game. About 30, man. There. Satisfied to 12. The rest of all of my prediction shows will be released later on tonight. I was not certain when I was going to be able to get this show done. Didn't know what was coming down the trough for me on today. So I played it safe. 
and the shows will start to be released later on this afternoon but they've already been recorded all of the games for one o'clock all of the games for four o'clock the Sunday night football game and the Monday night football double hitter for the second consecutive Monday night in a row enjoy the rest of your Friday stay safe once again rest in peace mother Jones and I hope everyone enjoys your college football Saturday I will be enjoying mines enjoy your family because you just never know the next day is not promised the next hour the next minute is not promised Live right, treat people right, do right. Everybody stay safe out there. I am now 2-1 and one on Thursday nights. And I am 7-1 and one in primetime overall in the season. One.